I see the triangle, right? I, fi I figured it out. For voice of reason, the, the solid hold it down, the beige rage, and the agitator. The Breakfast Club. Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this. One word to describe The Breakfast Club would be black. Impact in the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in, man. It, it, I don't even know what to call it The Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Envy, ye, and Charlemagne. Wake that ass up, get out of bed, and listen to The Breakfast Club. I'm waking up. Good morning, USA. Yo 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 Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace, Angela Yee. It's Friday. Peace to the planet. Good morning. All that good stuff. What's happening? Where you at? Yes, what is happening? I'm in Atlanta. Oh, you're in ATL. Yes, I'm in Atlanta. You know, we were out here for this Donda listening session. Oh. It happened yesterday. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I tuned into that uh, a little bit last night. I'll tell you one thing, boy. Us old heads is having a hell of a week, aren't we? What you mean? Every every uh, big story in hip-hop this week was from the 40 and up crowd, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, the Locks versus Dipset. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Jadakiss being the MVP of that. Whether it's the Donda event, uh, Nas, Nas brought King, King's Disease mm -hmm. 2 this week. 40 and up mm -hmm. crowd is... is we doing all right this week. We all right this week? <laughs> Whoever said hip-hop is a young man's sport, they lied! Not this week. They lied! Next week, we all got to take naps, though. <laughs> this I'm week. napping now. What you talking about? <laughs> this week, we pop. This week, I ain't, I ain't seen nothing about missing my naps this week, man. That's, that's part of being an old head. You got to get your naps in. You think we were staying up late to watch Versus, uh, staying up late to watch Kanye screaming last night without taking a nap? Please. I ain't watch Kanye. I, I didn't watch it. Kanye either. I, 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 I didn't watch Kanye. Either. Only reason I tuned in is because Natina hit me and was like, yo, check it out. And I had just landed from Nashville because we was out there for uh, the podcast movement conference yesterday. Me and uh, Dolly Bishop and Jill Scott. And so I was, I tuned in and I heard two songs. I heard the Jay Electronica and Locks record. And I think mm -hmm. the Jay-Z record. Again? Yeah, I think that came on. Maybe, maybe I heard three records. I don't remember. But is, is his album on streaming <laughs> services now? No. I have no idea. No, you lying. <laughs> you lying, ye. It didn't come out this morning? No, you're gonna see, he said he's going to sleep there again this week. And you got to get, get that nap. He's 40 plus. He yeah. got to get that nap. He got to get that nap. He'll put it out as soon as he wake up. Said, as soon as he wake up. As soon as Kanye wake up from that nap, Yo, he'll put it out. Imagine if Kanye sleeps at the Mercedes Center for another seven days and then says there's another listening event. Well, that's his dumb ass. And I don't want to hear it. However, it is, a, it is available for pre-sale. Huh? available for pre-sale they do pre-sales on albums not still nowadays how i don't know you're just saying <laughs> stuff you drunk you probably no i'm not drunk at all no. i'm just tired if that makes you feel drunk, oh hey yes, get the I'm nap tired. you ain't get that nap you ain't get the nap ye when the last time you took a nap i need i need more than a nap i need sleep <laughs> not just a nap Hey. I need a full mm -hmm. night of sleep. That's an so, auntie sleep right yes. there. That's right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Sean Kingston will be joining us this morning. We yes, got to kick, kick it with Sean. Sean King. Sean Kingston. Yeah, Sean Kingston. Got a, a chance to kick it with Sean Kingston yesterday, so we'll get that on this morning. For and, Freaky Freaky Friday, for sure. Mm -hmm. And what else we got? Front page news was popping. Well, Dr. Fauci was on Good Morning America yesterday, and we'll tell you about the warnings that he is giving if enough oh, American, Americans don't get vaccinated, and they are saying that we should have some full FDA approvals within the next few weeks. Okay, that's all we waiting on? Well, that's all I'm waiting on. All right, well, yeah. well, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news, Yai. 
Yeah. Now, the men's, uh, men's basketball team, they play France for the gold tonight at 10.30 on NBC. Women's basketball play uh, the gold uh, Sunday. They play the winner of Japan versus France. All right. What else we got, Yeezy? Uh, well, let's start with Dr. Fauci on Good Morning America. Yesterday, he is saying that there's going to be perhaps some new variants if people do not get vaccinated. Here's what he said. When people don't get vaccinated, it allows the virus to circulate through the community. And when it does, even if it doesn't make a particular individual ill, they may be asymptomatic. That person is still a vehicle for the spread to other people. And as long as the virus continues to spread, you give it ample opportunity to mutate. I'm so confused by by what he just said, because even people with the vaccine get the virus. So why is he talking like only the unvaccinated spread it? And does the vaccine stop the variants? The vaccine stops the, the, the COVID from mutating? I don't get what he's saying. Well, they have said it has been effective. Uh, you know, everything is not 100 percent effective. And of course, if you're vaccinated, it lowers the risk that you'll get it. And then uh, if so, if everyone's vaccinated, then, yes, it does lower the risk. And, you know, what's even How? worse is that they're they are saying that pediatric hospitalizations are three and a half times what they were a month ago. And, of course, for kids who can't get vaccinated, if uh, it makes it a little harder for them, too, because you can give them uh, COVID as well. Then I heard something yesterday that, you know, they might you might have to get a booster shot after six months. I'm, I'm, I've heard well, yeah, it. they are. They are trying to see if there's going to be a booster shot. They're going to figure that that out in September. And like I said earlier, they are uh, planning to get full FDA approval. So for people who are saying, well, I'm waiting for full approval before I get vaccinated, they do expect that Moderna and Pfizer will be FDA approved in the beginning of September. I'm with that. I told you that's what a lot of people are saying. A lot of people have said they just want to wait until it's, it's, it's FDA approved before they make that move to go get it. And I think that's a very you know logical reason for not not getting it yet but i still don't understand what he means because if you are vaccinated you can still get covid correct so if you still yeah, can get COVID, you, should still, if you can still get covid you can still be able to pass it so i don't understand yes. what he's saying yeah those are still breakthrough cases but again it lowers your risk of getting covid so they are saying that for people who are getting covid there's a lot and they are vaccinated i think it's like less than one percent of people who are vaccinated so it definitely significantly lowers your risk. So that's part of why they are encouraging people to get vaccinated. All right. And they are saying that the United States has recorded 864,000 vaccinations in the last 24 hours. That's the highest uh, numbers in quite some time right now. I think that you're seeing a lot of momentum because there's also a lot of requirements across the country when it comes to businesses, when it comes to traveling. And so there are certain places where you have to get vaccinated if you want to be at work at CNN. There were three people who ended up getting fired because they were not fully vaccinated and you're not supposed to work there if you're not vaccinated. So they were going by the honor system and i guess they found out about three people who were not vaccinated who entered the office without getting their vaccination and they've been fired how can you trust humans i would never go into honor system <laughs> unless i really remember like in school really when you. they'd be like listen you guys do not cheat we're yep. gonna trust you to go by the honor system you have your fingers crossed <laughs> behind your back the whole time i tell you one thing too mm -hmm. boy there's people coming up off them uh, fake vaccination cards over the past 48 hours Okay. Yeah, that's like some people I was got locked a lot up. of texts. Like couples got locked up like, yesterday. What? They got really? locked up. Yeah, trying to get into Toronto. They, uh, they wow. I guess they checked that at the border and they found out that the cards are fake. Now nah, I was getting a few texts like, "Hey, bro, you know, I got them. I got them. I got them. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up. Wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello. Who's this? This is Trey from South Carolina. Trey, what's happening? What part of South Carolina are you from? I'm from Spartanburg. Okay, the upstate 864. 864, absolutely. What's up, mama? Get it off your chest. Let me tell you, I, I need to get off my chest, and this thing been bothering me. Dr. Lenard McKelvey, I'm upset with you. what I do? You did not give Boosie donkey of the day. I am absolutely sick to my stomach, all the homophobic, and just horrible things that he said about the LGBTQ community. And then you, of all people who call yourself an ally, I'm just like, come on. And then the person or whoever you gave Duncan to the day for that day, I'm just like, what is really going on? But I just needed to give you the donkey that you deserve. Well, actually, I gave donkey of the day that day to uh, the legislation that was passed in New York City where they can sue protest. Police officers can sue protesters. But we did speak. Uh, we, we did speak out against Boosie. So this is what I always try to tell people. Yes, there's a lot of things that go on on social media that distract us from a lot of the real issues that's happening in the world. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I understand. I understand that. But I, at the end of the day, I'm just like, you can't be an ally for the LGBTQ community and not give people the donkey that they deserve. And so I'm definitely upset with you. And one other thing, I'm upset <laughs> that you always come to South Carolina State and you never acknowledge Claflin. There would be no South Carolina my, State without Mother Claflin. My, my father-in-law went to Claflin and my mom went to South Carolina State. You came to Claflin to do mental health awareness, and that was the last time I heard you say anything about Claflin. You just said I didn't come to Claflin, though. You don't be messing with Claflin like that. Yeah, you're right. South Carolina State gave me an honorary degree. That's my mom's alma mater. I have a I have a scholarship fund set up at South Carolina State. Messing with Claflin, mama. I understand that, but they gave you that after you wrote that check for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, tell him, mama. He don't be talking about Claflin like that. But no, you're right. But I just like come on, and then you come to Charleston all the time in Monk Corner, but you don't never come to the Upstate. Never come to the Upstate. I'm from there. I'm I'm actually gonna be there next Saturday. I got my back to school you drive to next Saturday at Berkeley High School in Monk's Corner, South Carolina, from I'm two to five that's PM. Not Spartanburg, though. That's not Spartanburg, <laughs> I'll be trying to tell her he be hating on you, Mama. No, I don't. Yes, I love Spartanburg. Really I'm do. sorry. Salute to all my LGBTQ he plus he community he, in Spartanburg. I'm gonna do he better. Said he I'm gonna do he better. That the he said he don't act for Spartanburg. <laughs> I did not say that. Because Spartanburg, Staten Island, man. I'm gonna do better. Salute to Spartanburg. Y'all got y'all got y'all y'all produce Zion Williamson. That's true. Right? That's right. You so did. That's right. All right, Mama. You have a good one. You invite me. I'll come out to, uh, to come out there and visit you. All right. Thank you, Envy. Love y'all. All right. Bye. How you just going to call her Mama? You don't know what she identifies as. You don't know what her pronoun is. Everyone, Mama. Stop assuming things, sir. I call everybody Mama. You, you good, Mama? I don't like that pronoun. <laughs> I prefer Bay. <laughs> okay. Hello, who's this? What up? It's Super. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. All right, two things. I got to give flowers to y'all. For being a three-headed monster of well-being, y'all are. You know, uh, Envy, we're watching out for the pocket, showing us how to get it and keep it. Uh, Charlemagne, being for the mind. You know, I read everything you put out. 
I wasn't gonna actually even check out Anita Kovacs' book, but now that I see it's really for the culture, I didn't do fiction, but this is worth it. And ye, you know, for the you know for the swag with the shop in Detroit. And for the body as well, you know, with the juices and your coffee, just flowers all the way around, y'all. Man, thank you, thank man. You, you make it sound thank like you. a lot. That was special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. And the second thing, uh oh, ye, I actually owe you an apology, and you don't even know you need it. Okay, uh, I'll take it. Maybe 20, 2015, <laughs> I believe it was. Uh, there was a dim week in Tallahassee, Florida. That's where I'm from. Shout out to A Five O. You were guest judging like a showcase. And after the showcase, there was supposed to be two headline performers, Glasses Malone and me. And I did not show up at all. Woo! <laughs> so Why did you not show up? Honest truth, I was in my suite rehearsing my set. I never got a time for when to come to the show. And like, I got a call from my people like, yo, they're calling your name to come to the stage. I pull up to the let out. <laughs> oh, you was headlining, what's your name, brother? Uh, Super Ron. Okay. Oh, you, you remember Super all Ron? Right. I had, he didn't perform. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, well, sorry for you, Super Ron. On, uh, I actually dropped something on SoundCloud today, a little promo project, and I'm dropping something on the first of every month of the year, except 12, because you know how we feel about 12. All right, brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> Get it off your okay. chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this hey, it's jason from brooklyn good morning Andy. how are you how's everything brother get it off your chest man good morning Yee. good morning Charlemagne. peace king good morning good morning hey listen i just got off a play from dr fully vaxxed and they actually told us we needed a COVID test just to get in back into the united states I think, so I'm I think, not really understanding what Fauci's talking about when he says be vaxxed and they're still telling you to take COVID tests just to move around the country in certain areas. I thought I was and the only one that didn't understand because I, I I know for a fact I saw the CDC chief on CNN yesterday and he said that if you're vaccinated, you can still pass the vaccine. You just correct. won't get severely ill or die. Well, that's the reason why you got to get you got to get checked when you come back. They got to make sure that, that that you don't have it before you come back in the country. That, that, that's Correct, most places where you go back. Like, even when I went to uh, Mexico, it was the same thing for me. Right. But the narrative is like, if you get vaxxed, you have this force field around you where yep. nothing can happen to you. And you can't be asymptomatic and pass it on. I know a nurse in North Carolina, she's vaxxed and she's out right now because she tested positive for COVID. I don't know so, where you heard that narrative. Everybody else said that yeah. if you get vaccinated, you can still catch it. The only thing is, is you have a, a, a high probability of not dying. Yeah, getting severely sick. Yeah, that, that's, that's the narrative say- I've been hearing. They did say that less than 1% of fully vaccinated people experience a breakthrough COVID-19 infection, according to analysis. What source said that? I totally understand. I totally understand. That's the Kaiser Family Foundation analysis of official state data that came out four days ago. But people feel like if they are vaxxed, Oh, I'm not going to get COVID at all. Yeah, I'm not going to test positive. That's what people think. Right, but they, but they do keep saying that. they do continue to say it's not 100% effective, and you can still get it, and you can still pass it on, but you most likely will not have to get hospitalized or not get severely ill. So the thing is, it lowers the chance that you'll get it, and it also lowers the chance that you'll get sick. That's the smart narrative. Well, thank you for your time. Good morning, folks. I appreciate y'all. Y'all stay safe. Love. All right, man. Hello, who's this? It's Terrence. How y'all doing this morning? Terrence, what up? Get it off your chest, brother. Well, I just want to give some shouts out, man. Thank God. It ain't how you started, how you finished. I graduated McKenzie High School from in Detroit in 91 and couldn't read a lick. Very humiliated. Me and my wife had four kids. 
And the hardest thing to do, Envy, was raise my sons to be nothing like Can you imagine that? Mm. And the good thing is, 20 years later, today at 2 o'clock, we attend my son Terry white coat ceremony for his doctor's jacket and a school. Congrats, brother. That's what I'm so talking his, about. His twin brother, they both graduated VCU medical school. His twin brother went to North Carolina a and and got his master's, and they hired him as a professor at North Carolina a and My oldest daughter, 28, got her master's, and my youngest, and her second year of college. God is good, man, because I couldn't read worth a lick when I graduated and knew what it did for me skipping school. But knew what the nerds back 20 years later. You know, they had good jobs. So I raised them to be like the nerd. And this is what we had 20 years later. Damn. Won't he do it? That, man. Congratulations. And we got to change the narrative of saying things like we raising our folks like nerds. Like, I, I would much rather... I don't like the word nerd and square. I got a stigma right. for no reason. Like, we just raising our people to be civilized young men and women. That's all. There you go. You're correct. You absolutely correct. And I want to get... Did I say something? Well, uh, you want to check them out and give them motivation? For sure. Go ahead, brother. All right. It's Terry the twin. Terrence the twin. You got Tierra, which is fit by T. And I want to thank Donnell Rollins, my ace in the hole. John Hope Bryan and Shania Capri from Thick Iron. All played a role in my kids' success by being motivational people around us, man. I want to be, I'm really thankful right now. That's all, right. all I wanted to say. All righty, brother. Have a good one, man. All right. Y'all too now. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about these features on the Kanye Donda album. They've played a new version of that album yesterday. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right, well, again, Kanye West had his second listening session for Donda last night. Clearly, this album's very important to him because, as you know, it's honoring his mother, Donda, and she's featured on the album as well. Now, there is a ton of features. We don't know what's exactly going to be on the album because it's supposed to come out today. We do not see that it's available yet. It's supposed to come but out two weeks ago, too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pusha T, Don Tolliver, Kid Cudi, Fabio Foreign, Donda, Ruga, Lil Yachty, Playboy Cardi, Travis Scott, Baby Keem, Young Thug, Vori, Casey, Roddy Rich, Lil Dirk, 070 Shake, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, Jay Electronica, uh, Sheik, Jadakiss, Styles P, obviously the locks, uh, Larry Hoover Jr., Pop Smoke, Francis and the Lights, Jay-Z, Sunday Service Choir, The Weeknd, and Little Baby. I mean, when Kanye West is focused on music, yeah. it's not too many people better. No. I'll tell you that much. He's focused. I don't think sound good. I don't think there's anybody in the history of hip-hop breathing a dead who uh, has the culture in the palm of their hands like Kanye West. Like, he got y'all to come to a super spreader event at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta twice in the past couple of weeks to listen to an album that's still not out, and he sold y'all bulletproof vests for $300, but he, I ain't seen no mask on sale. Were any masks on sale, you? Um, I didn't see what was on sale, so I'm not sure. But <laughs> I see no mask. Yes, at all. Was... Ain't no mask on sale. But you could say this bulletproof vest for three hundred dollars and fifty dollars chicken tennis. That'll stop the spread of COVID. Right. Well, and listen, I was there when um, Natina was there also. And all she kept saying was, "Let's make sure we keep our mask on. Let's make sure we keep our masks on." Well, you should have told uh, Kanye to sell something for five hundred dollars. People would have bought them. All right, now here is Jesus Lord. This is the song. And look, I don't even know if these are the official names of the songs yet. I just know this is what it's being labeled online. I know Styles was doing uh, writing on Kanye projects over the past couple of years, but I don't think that feature happens without the verses this week. I have to agree with you. 
All right. And, and Larry Hoover Jr. I, gave a very passionate speech at the end of that record, too. Salute to Larry Hoover Jr. And then I saw that uh, Justin LeBoy tweeted out, Watch the Throne 2 coming end of the year. Mm-mm. Kanye and Hove about to make history Mm-mm. again. Donda, respectfully. Justin LeBoy, respectfully, you're not a reliable source anymore. Kanye album has not come out yet. <laughs> don't be telling us about no other albums until Kanye drops Justin. All right? Okay, we don't want we don't trust your opinion on any other albums dropping this year because Kanye album still has yet to drop. Just that out. You're not a reliable source anymore. You weren't you were well, you weren't two weeks no, ago. He wasn't either. It was never a reliable source. <laughs> Nothing that he ever said came to fruition. <laughs> Salute to my guy Justin though. Respectfully. All right, and, and Kim Kardashian and the children were there as well. They were there a couple of weeks ago too. And they were back last night. So did you guys see some of this uh Kanye suspended in the air? Yeah, I seen him suspending in there. I also seen a fan that that tried to run in there and get tackled. Seen that too. Yeah, there's a lot of activity going on. What the hell does suspending in the air mean? He was suspended in the air. Oh, like hanging? Yeah, like hanging in the air. Yeah. Pulled him up in the air. (laughs) All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss. So if you get expelled in the air, does that mean you fell? You never heard the word suspended in the air? He's trying to say suspended in the air. But if you get expelled in the air, does that mean you fall? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. Why you say yes then? I've never heard of that. You suspended. <laughs> Everything is not school for you. All right. Well, let's get into a new joint. This is Nas okay. Lauren Hill. Now listen, I was shocked Call at nobody. this project because I don't know why I was I was driving. I just expected Lauren to be singing. I did. Too. I didn't expect the Lauren Hill rap verse. She's rapping and she's addressing a lot of things. She's even addressing y'all clowning her about her lateness. Yeah, she's gonna tell you about why she's late now too. All right. So uh, we'll get into it and then uh, front page news is next. Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Nobody. Lauren Hill says she out here trying to save souls and y'all complaining about her lateness. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you are saving a soul, that's a great reason to be late. I agree. Okay? You could be tardy for a party if you was out saving a soul. Healing a person or two. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Men's basketball team, USA, take on France for the gold tonight at 1030. That's on NBC. The women take on uh, the winner of Japan versus France. All right, that'll happen Sunday night. All right. What else we got, Easy? Well, the Los Angeles Police Department has launched an investigation. They want to see whether officers use excessive force while arresting NBA Pelican Center Jackson Hayes. Now, on July 28th, they responded to a call about 2.50 a.m. local time. There was a domestic dispute at a residence in Woodland Hills. When they arrived, they encountered Hayes in the front yard. They asked him to remain outside while they spoke with the victim, but he resisted. According to this footage, the body-worn video captured him repeatedly attempting to enter the residence despite officers blocking his path and verbal commands for him to remain outside. Uh, At one point, according to this report, they said that officers took Hayes to the ground and twice used a taser. They said he allegedly continued resisting officers. There was a struggle that lasted about two and a half minutes before they were able to handcuff him. He was treated at a local hospital and was released. So... Uh, They said he is healthy and is working out with his team. According to his spokesman, they said the agency has not asked for the investigation. They said Mr. Hayes is healthy and I have not asked for any officer to be investigated. Mr. Hayes is focused on his commitment to the Pelicans to be the best professional basketball player he can be. But the department did launch this investigation after the incident was reviewed by an LAPD supervisor. Is there video? Yes. Okay. There's well, body-worn video, so that's what they were able to see. Well, I believe uh, the Pelican player. 
Well, I think he's not the one asking for an investigation. The LAPD is. But they said officers did request a backup. They tried to place his hands behind his back. He broke free of the officers and pushed one of them into a wall. And that's when, according to this report, they took him to the ground and used a taser on him twice. Mm. All right. Now let's talk about Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Can you imagine eating that in the form of ice cream? No. Well, Marble Slab Creamery has partnered with Flamin' Hot Cheetos. They created a new concoction. It's the spicy and cheesy corn puffs and ice cream. Uh, So, yeah, and they also have a hot shake as well. So you can only get it for a limited amount of time. It's available in stores through September 30th. I don't think y'all know how lactose intolerant I am. So ice cream already makes me, you know, but I'm telling you right now, Flamin' Hot Cheetos ice cream, that sounds like a death wish. Don't do that to your butthole, people. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Well, if you're dying to try it, yes, you can find that. But like I said, it's you're going to be dying if you try it. I'll pass. You, may, you might be dying to try it, but you're going to be dying if you try it. You know how hot that's going to be coming you know, out? Anybody got time for that? Mm-mm. And that's definitely coming out if you're lactose intolerant. Hot. And liquid, hot liquid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor report. They always put these weird ice cream combinations. That's disgusting. What are you laughing man. about? This farts are always funny, man. Regardless, it, it, no matter what age you are. I was in the bathroom last night at the airport and the white dude just walked in just and I'm just giggling <laughs> for no damn reason. He's flirting with you. Yeah, no, I, I say that. I do say when a man farts around another man, it's a form of flirting. Then well, he asked me about my what backpack. what happens when that other man giggles? <laughs> he asked it. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Old white dude. And so I you, saw him on the plane. He was drinking too, so I know he was toasty. He came in there. He was peeing. He was hey, nice backpack. So y'all peeing next to each other. He fought and then he complimented you. Like, what kind of backpack is that? I said, it's not open, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, Sinqua Walls will be joining us. You know him from Power, and we're going to talk to him next. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest joining us today, Sinqua Walls. <laughs> so when Sinqua walked in, I'm just like, hey, I know that brother. Yeah. I prayed for him before. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, Sean. Pray for my resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? I can't complain, bro. I'm blessed. I'm happy, man. I'm in a good space. I'm grateful. Absolutely. Yeah, You're man. alive. You're alive. You're alive. I made it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a little back. beef, though, Sinquad. I see you've been running around Brooklyn. Yo, I have. You know, well, I mean, she showed me the way. So, like, now I'm, like, I'm taking my taking my wings and flying in Brooklyn. Like, I love it. <laughs> you live in Brooklyn? I'm there right now. Like, I was actually out here filming a movie called Nanny. That's okay. supposed to come out next year. And before, when I would come to New York, I would always be like, yo, Manhattan, 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 Manhattan. You know, I'd be like, Manhattan. And now I'm like, Brooklyn. And they were like, we're going to put you here. We're going to put you here. I was like, if it's not Brooklyn, I don't want to stay there. How I know it? that's right. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> How was it to die at the hands of your father, man? Was that traumatic? It was, man. I had to mm-hmm. go to a lot of therapy for that. Or, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like, PTSD was real. And every time I see 50 now, I still get a little shell-shocked. I wondered from that role, what was your relationship like with your real father? Yeah. Because, you know, that could trigger things. And we're talking about power, by power, the way. Power, yeah. Yeah, right, 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 right. I think right. people know. Right. They That's know. That's the case. Hell Listen. Yeah. You this pipe- is you people who have never seen power, which yeah. is so well, we ain't talking It's to wild them. when I see that. And, and, and just because of how much it hit, like, the cultural zeitgeist, when you run into people, which is fair, people may mm-hmm. not watch everything, mm-hmm. but when you run into people that haven't seen it, you don't want to make an assumption, like, 
Really? Like, you've seen you just kind of go yeah. like because I've never seen Game of Thrones. Right. I've never crazy. seen Game of Thrones. I've only seen the first season. <laughs> but it's only because you played such a pivotal role because you played two scenes that were traumatic. Number right. one, right. This man's wife giving it up to the driver. Right. Okay. Is that traumatic? Or yes, that it is. Just the thought of that. It's <laughs> the thought of that. Like, look at this. It was. Right. Okay. And then 50, you know, your pop's killing you. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Now, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, um, it both were fun in, in, in very different ways. You know, like, what I love about 50 specifically was, like, when he steps into that world, he steps in to be an actor first. Mm-hmm. So I remember like, you know, coming in and being such a fan of him and kind of like looking up to him. And then we had so many like close moments of communication where he'd become a mentor Mm -hmm. and like an older brother to me. And when we walked into those scenes, he'd be like, what do you think? What are we gonna do? And I was like, oh, bro's really, like he's about to work now. So we stepped into that and we just tried to tell the story. And then obviously with the the car scenes and whatnot, you know, I was just I was just pulling from experience. Yeah, I hated you. I didn't I, pulling from experience. No, I hated hey, you. You always taking somebody's woman, man. I hated we'll you and Tasha. In a I, I actually couldn't wait for you to get killed. I just didn't want it to be fifty. You said that before. You said that but before. Why would you want him to get killed? Because all right, let's be fair in yes. this situation, right? They both wrong. Yeah, well, but also let's be clear with um, with Tasha. She was being cheated on right. and so, mistreated by. Two wrongs don't make a right. By I'm not saying it does. But somebody could understand why something like that could happen. Somebody who's close to you, who you talk to, who you trust. Right. And then that bond grows. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah, but you... go sleep with a random, not not the person that's driving me around right, and that's right. with me all the time. You I think know that's what I mean? the thing. It showed, his, it showed his age, right? And for Sean, it just showed how immature he was. Because mm. at the end of the day, like, those circumstances happen. If you overlook something, if you don't water your grass, somebody else will. That's mm-hmm. just in life. And when hopefully. you see, hopefully, or the hopefully, grass dies. you know, or the grass dies, and then you gotta <laughs> got to buy new grass. You know, metaphors all around. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but with him, you saw putting himself in that situation. He was young, and a lot of young cats, and like even me, like growing up, I saw friends who would put themselves in a situation where it was like youth would lead to those mistakes. Mm. That were as mature as a mature individual, you would go, let me just like Sinqua would be like, hey, bro, fall back, mm-hmm. don't do that. Like just let her go, right, and then. Young Kwa would probably be like, well, mm-hmm. she's here. She's here. Car. So you've been it's that sound- guy before? I haven't. I really, truly haven't. I don't I believe you. I, hey, look, I, I'm telling <laughs> the truth. Like, I, I duck and dive in that situation. Like, I've had, you know, I've had those propositions before yeah, yeah, yeah. where someone has said, like, you know, look, my relationship is broken. It is what it is, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? On the other side of your broken is somebody who's, who's going to be mad about your decisions. Mm. So I don't want to deal with the aftermath of him. Mm, well, let's bring it to real. the current because you're in Resort to Love that's on right. Netflix, that's right. right? Yes. And so now your character on that, yeah. your brother is getting married. Yeah. But his ex, who he was engaged to, yeah. you actually try to hit on her. I, on I, that I, that I, feels yeah. like breaking not just bro code but family code. Okay, so we've been having this conversation of what are the statute of limitations on a situation like that? Because you got to imagine, like. For my character, Caleb, he was gone in the military for the last five years. He and his brother have a broken relationship where they really didn't talk. It would be an exchange of email here, a text there, and then that was about it. Are you justifying this? No, I'm just curious. I'm I'm really just just curious. (laughs) What's the statute of limitations of when it's maybe okay? Like, do you get the cosign first? Mm -hmm. Do you ask for permission? Or or if you don't know, then, then is that the time to go and say, like, listen, this is what happened. There's That's your brother, though. It's, yeah. And he had just broken up not even a year ago, right? Like a yeah, year ago or yeah. something You mean like to that. tell me you smash your brother's ex, but they ain't no. never smashed another guy's girl? No, personally, Sinqua wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Caleb! <laughs> Caleb, you know, trying to make justification for the character. Gotcha. But Sinqua would be like, listen, it, with all due respect, you dated my brother. 
it is what it is. I, I, I wish I wish you love and happiness, but it's not gonna come on this end. So yeah. in real life, in trying to justify Caleb's actions yeah. in resort to love, <laughs> so do you think that is okay? Like he was, like you said, gone yeah. in the military. They yeah. had a broken relationship. He's marrying your brother's marrying someone else. So yeah. He's in a whole new situation. Yeah, is that okay? It's tricky. I think love is a crazy thing. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, I always gotta try to justify Caleb. So it's like. <laughs> Love is a crazy thing, and I wonder if you love someone, you can have that honest conversation with your brother who wants you to be happy as much as you want them to be happy. Then maybe you can try to find a way to salvage it. Do you believe in love at first sight? I believe in lust at first sight. No, of course. I believe in lust at first sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no to love, but yes to lust at first sight. I think you can see you can be infatuated. I think you can be very intrigued and interested, but it's always coming from the physical first, and then it builds to the mental and everything else. I think even when you say love at first sight, I, I love the way you look physically maybe right, at first sight, right. but not no mental and emotional right, connection. But sometimes right. you don't feel like somebody is so like, you're so drawn to them that yeah. it's unusual and it's not just looks. A connection. Right. A wave. Yeah, the, you can't you can catch those waves. And then that and then that became, creates a bigger intrigue. And then mm-hmm. you see what it, you know, it only takes, what is it, the, the book Blink, it, it only takes about 30 seconds for we you to We just had Malcolm on yesterday. Yo, and that's that's some book that I really read. This morning, like, actually. Yeah. The intuition that you already have, if you feel that, there's something to it that mm-hmm. could be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what energy is, right? right? That's why I always tell people, get out of these. Right. Because when you disconnect from those and just connect to the universe, yeah. connect to nature, you'll get those signs. Yeah. You'll feel that energy. It's trip because, like, we were talking in the car on the way here. I always had, you know, I had to tap in and meditate before we got here. That's right. Because, you know, when schedules are running crazy, you got to find that time. You got to mm-hmm. make that time to really just, like, ground yourself and reconnect. And I'm really big on that. And I try to stay, I try to modulate my electronic interaction because I think sometimes that's the most draining energy when you're constantly getting those waves coming at you. All right, we have more with Sinclair Walls from Power. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with actor Sinclair Walls. Yee. And you're also really good friends with Notori. That's right. And so you guys met for the first time on Power? We met for the first time on Power. We met for the first time on Power. We connected because we were sitting actually in our table read, our first table read, and we ended up just standing like next to each other, sitting next to each other before we had to go do some other stuff. And we just started talking about books. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, look, these are the books that I'm reading. And mm-hmm. like, I'm always, I always believe in trying to be a student in life. And we just jammed on books. And then I was like, these are the books you got to read. And then she gave some to me. And then the, the friendship just kind of grew from there. Is it awkward when you have a friendship and then you have to do love scenes? I think it makes it easier. Oh. Because because you can laugh at it and you can kind of like, oh. like, <laughs> 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 it, it's because it's, it's not as awkward because it's your friend. So in the you know when you see sex scenes really happen, they're so technical. They're so like it's so much choreography. Like everyone's taped up and and you know all that kind of stuff. Taped up. Taped up. You gotta tape your parts up. Yeah. Really? So it's angles. It's not yeah. like you're actually tape? touching the person. You're not or... really touching. So you tape your penis. You gotta tape your. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Does that hurt? When you take it off. <laughs> when you take off the tape, you, you know. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> Don't do it, Charlamagne. If you feel like this is going to be awkward. Expect- I already ahead, know Go it's going to be awkward. I was just going to say, how much tape does it one need? You need a oh, whole spool, it's bro. Another Serge moment. <laughs> you need a whole spool of tape, bro. <laughs> man. I didn't mean it like that. I'm just laughing. Like, what happens if you burst the tape like the Hulk? <laughs> Why not just a cup or something? Because it's not as comfortable. Why not a sock? Oh, you know how they have the socks? They do have the socks. So, you know, the socks, 
They've they've progressed. Like like <laughs> out, out in the project that I have upcoming, there may be some more some more sex scenes coming, and they've they've really progressed in how they orchestrate the apparatus that holds everything in. Like, and the nanny. In the nanny. You have sex scenes in. So this is a yes. thriller yeah, that yeah, you've been yeah. filming, right? Yes, and you yes. play the doorman. Yes. If yes, that's correct. Yes. So the doorman's going to get it in with the nanny? I mean, he's going to get it in with somebody. Okay. Just trying to get some scoops here. He's going to get it in with somebody, <laughs> and, and you're going to see it. I'm starting to think you're getting typecasted, bro. I feel like, like, like that, bro. I feel like, like <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always the unsuspected <laughs> person <laughs> piping down somebody, man? The driver, the doorman? Because that's really who you got to watch. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pool okay, boy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's really who you gotta yeah. watch. Like everybody watch the person that they see coming, but it's always the spook that sits beside the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch him. Keep your eyes on him. Now, another another great movie to... book, by the way. Another great, like a graphic novel. Mm -hmm. Like I read that, like literally, like entertainment. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Now, in one scene in Resort to Love, you are saving somebody's life. Two lives, yes. as a matter of fact. Yes. You know, in the ocean, and you're carrying both of them. I saw you post about it. So you're carrying Christina Milian. Yes. You're carrying this guy on your back. Yeah. You know, so how hard was that for you? You, I know you work out all the oh, time. But. That well, the it's you. What do they always say? Like you know, I remember this song that Sugar Free had a long time ago, where he said, "If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready." Mm -hmm. So knowing that that scene was coming, I have a great trainer in L.A., Grant Roberts, who we were like, he was like, "What is the scenes gonna require?" And I told him, and he was like, all right, these are the workouts we need to do. Like, he's like, okay, you're going to do a lot of deadlifts because you're going to have to lift. You're going to do this whole thing. So when we got to do the scene, that part of carrying those two people was actually easy. Mm -hmm. Because I'd already done all the work. To, and I had expected, like, oh, this is going to be a lift. Right. The only thing I didn't account for was you're doing it in water. Mm. <laughs> so trying to pull two people up out of the water, you have the force of water fighting against you. And so the first time when I actually went up, I fell back. And if we actually had that in a blooper reel, it would be hilarious. I literally <laughs> went up, and I'm holding Christina, and I slip back. She starts laughing. I start laughing. The dude behind me is like, man, I guess you can't do it. And I was like, all right, bro, now you challenge me. Damn. Did you feel like your pride was hurt because it was Christina Milian? You wanted to seem strong <laughs> in front of Christina? Right, right. <laughs> well, because Christina's a real one. So you, your pride is hurt only because that joke is not going to go away. Yeah, like, yeah, there'll just be like yeah. a random text one day where she'll just throw that out there. Like, remember when you couldn't pick everybody up? And, you just wow. and then you want to like be competitive about that. I saw in essence that your your your, your mom uh, you credit your mom for making it her purpose to raise a confident chocolate man. Those facts, uh, her words. Yeah, your words. Yeah. What, what things did she instill in you? You know, my mom always made me made me comfortable in my own skin. I mm -hmm. think you know, unfortunately, at times when we grow up in the black community, you have people that deal with colorism, and there's an idea of like complexions that can be more favorable and complexions that cannot. But my mom was always em emphatic about the fact that you are enough, you are beautiful, you are handsome. You are strong. You are intelligent. Mm -hmm. All of these things. These are these are lessons that I didn't realize I was getting at the time mm. because I would hear it and then I never really ingested it. And then as I got older and was able to see the things that I was encountering in society, mm -hmm. I was so glad that I had that foundation instilled in me. Mm -hmm. And that was just her consistency. And I always try to say, like, I actually sent the article to my mom. I was like, this is for you. And she was like, oh, thanks. You know, the whole thing. But she did it sometimes with love and grace. And sometimes she did it very aggressively. Wow. You know, like if she felt like my confidence was waning, that's when she turned up. Right. You know, but if I was already in a steady place, then she was very soft. What, what did turning up look like? Like, you be happy to be dark skinned. These light skinned ain't even well She'd done. She'd say stuff like that, and then she would yeah. literally be like, You see Michael Jordan? Did that's you right. see Wesley Snipes? That's right. That's right. That is you. You well done. You. That is you. And, he, and then she would be like, get out of my room. Like, she called me in there, cussed me like out. a bitch. Like, yeah, she would say stuff like Damn. that. And then she'd be like, now get out of here. Don't be great. And he was like, I don't know how to take this, but over time, I appreciate it. And like I always say, like, you know, I was raised 
predominantly with my mom, my grandmother, but my mother was mom and dad. And mm-hmm. she did a phenomenal job. And I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful that now as I continue to progress as an adult and as a man, I see more of the lessons and I can kind of laugh at them. Because right. I, I remember my mom used to always say this one quote she would say uh, when she first would drop me off at school, you're always on display and you're always being watched. Mm. So don't f*** up, now get out the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, that's just what she would say. Mm-hmm. And then she said, uh, what, what else did she say? She said, um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Mm-hmm. And then my grandmother always said, um, regardless of regardless of color, regardless of race, regardless of gender, she would always say, if they f*** with you, f*** with them. And if they don't f*** with you, f*** them. Word. Ooh, that's hard. That's a good one. That's hard. <laughs> she said, I don't care about anything else. But she was like, people are people. And it's about who who embraces you and who encounters you. And mm-hmm. then after that, if they don't do that, get rid of them. It's a good bio for Twitter. Right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. right. I know we mentioned it earlier, but what is what is the relationship with your father like? It's building. You know, at the okay. end of the day, like, my father is a very, very good human being. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, circumstances, essentially, when you grow up sometimes, you don't always have the same connection. And we've really committed now to both of us doing the work to build a stronger relationship. So we talk, like, it, it, interesting enough, like, Netflix is sending us all posters as, mm-hmm. like, a celebration and congratulations. And if he sees this interview before that poster arrives, he's someone that I sent a poster to as well. So he can also have it in his, like, mm-hmm. wall and everything like that. But he's a good brother, man. He's he's good person, hardworking, really instilled a lot of lessons. Like, I think my mom gave me a lot of confidence and my father taught me how to be a fiscally responsible individual. Mm-hmm. How to be more penny wise, like be very, uh, what is it, pound wise and not penny foolish? Is that how it goes? I don't know. So, but he just taught me like the value of a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I won't ever forget those lessons. I, I think as we get older and start doing the work on ourselves, going to therapy, things of that nature, we realize that our parents, especially men with their fathers, fathers were just doing the best they could absolutely. with what they had. Absolutely. With the information they had at absolutely. the time. Absolutely, absolutely. And now when we talk, like I really, I like my dad is, such a jovial individual and has such a great charm. So when people often meet me, they'll be like, oh, you're very charming, you're very like, whatever. That's my dad's personality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I really can see that in my father. When he t- he can walk into a room, light up a room, and he can talk to anyone. Like he literally could walk in, not know anyone, and you come out thinking that they were best friends. That is definitely how you are. <laughs> no, yeah. seriously, because yeah. I, I met you previously because your friends were notorious, yes. and then I met you at her house when yeah. we had her birthday party, yeah. Yeah. you know, for her. And you're like, come on, let's roll. And honestly, like, you've done a lot of great things, like even yeah. showing up for, you know, movie screenings, yes. Yes. right, for people yes. that, you know, are in their first movie. Yeah. Things like that mean a lot to people. Yes. And especially yes. in this business where yeah. they see you come in yeah. and you've been Don Cornelius. You too, been, though. Like, I really will say, like what I really appreciate what you know you've worked with her for years is like your level of authenticity so it made it very organic and it made it a safe space for me to be like yo like I'll pull up too like let's right. roll well don't move we have more with Sinqua Walls from Power when we come back it's The Breakfast Club good morning morning everybody it's DJ Envy Angela Yee Charlamagne the guy we are The Breakfast Club we're still kicking it with actor Sinqua Walls Yee now in the movie your your uh, character Caleb yeah. he's not in a relationship right no. he's never been like about to get married no. and then in real life we see like your girls are getting married, like Brisha's getting married, yes. Natori's getting yes, married. Yes, yes, so yes. Brisha, I can't believe Brisha getting married. Why? <laughs> no, I mean I can believe it, oh. but I can't believe it because <laughs> I know that's that's something that she wanted that's for so long. Really wanted, like, you yeah, know, yeah. like she really that that's like stuff that was on her vision board. Yeah, it was so on her vision board. When I saw it, I was like, I thought it was a sketch. I yeah. literally didn't congratulate her for like a week. I was like, wait a minute, this real? <laughs> I'm not even lying. She, uh, and the funny thing is, she's she's engaged to a good brother who I've actually known for a long time. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I remember B calling me 
and being like, so tell me who this dude is and what's your, I said, listen, there's not a lot of cats in this industry that I would co-sign for their character. Mm-hmm. He's one of them. You know, so if any, if you're going to choose somebody, he's mm-hmm. a good choice to consider. And then wow. to see how they've progressed, I'm like, hey. Wow. Both two people went in. I remember him calling me <laughs> and asking me about Brisha and being like, wow. I said, man, she's a good one, brother. She's a good one. She's definitely a good one. Absolutely. Good one. I said, she's a good one. Very few, but she's a good one. Now, what are your thoughts about marriage? I think marriage is, is right for whoever it works for. You know, I think at the end of the day, put the relationship first. I think so many times people rush to the marriage and they don't rush to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've seen because I've had I've had in my own dating history and I've also had friends where they set the timeline and the clock and then they move towards that and then you see them end up unhappy. So I'm more so like if we have a strong foundation and we build incrementally to the steps in a relationship that are healthy, organic, and really just being honest and being friends first, um, I think it's okay. I mean, not okay. They're not something I would desire, but I think you have to set the foundation of really knowing someone first and not putting the marriage before the relationship. How many times have you told a woman that? That was very, that just came out of you so effortlessly just now. It's something I think, that, like, like, like Angela will tell you, like, I'm a very, like, deep thinker sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll sit in my own little bag in, 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 in a club or wherever and just kind of be in outer space. In just a thinking of, In a strip club, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, know, I know a lie. I'm going to tell this stripper later. Well, I'm going to tell this stripper. <laughs> whatever game to me, baby, I don't judge you for what you do. Okay. You, hey, you don't have you, to do this. You are an entrepreneur. <laughs> Keep doing it. We need two incomes. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> but now nah, it's really how I think about it because I started seeing friends get married and divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of those relationships, I was like, man, that's because you guys were literally putting the wedding over the marriage and you were putting the marriage over the relationship. Right. And then it was like, now you don't even know how to really communicate with the person that's supposed to be your life partner. And I really believe the best relationships I've had, we started as friends. Wow. So I put that first. That's interesting. I mean, I've never seen a health, well, I mean, you see healthy marriages, but like literally my mom got a divorce. Yeah. I got like one, two, like three, four, five aunts that all got divorced. Same, you know same. But I, didn't, I didn't see it growing up. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like, both the the great women in my life got married later. They mm-hmm. remarried later, and and my grandfather, my 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 stepfather, they're good dudes, right? Be- but what they did differently was take the time to get to know the people, mm. and then and vice versa. So as I saw started to see healthy relationships, I was able to understand when things weren't working in a relationship, mm-hmm. right? And then kind of analyze, well, where do I fit in it? So I just believe in like, hey, really just communicate where you're at, and if you guys jam on that, mm-hmm. you keep rocking. And if you don't, that's okay. That just means you guys are not connected in the same journey. You know, clearly you're a man who's uh, you know done the work and to deal with his own traumas, right? Yes. So when you're unpacking those traumas for yourself personally, but then you got to play a role like Don Cornelius. Yes. yes. We, we know how that ended. Yeah. What, yeah. Is, what does that do to your well, psyche? It's it's interesting because to fo- I, I'm actually so I'm I'm getting ready to start production on another project that I'm filming with the great actor Brian Cox, who mm-hmm. just you know was on Succession, and he's a talented brother, and and we're going back to trauma. Right, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's wow. a character struggling with PTSD, and and recently being um, re- re- returning from being deployed in Afghanistan, and so when you've done the work, you have to kind of like go back to the beginning of what it felt like when you didn't do the work, mm-hmm. and that's the the tricky part. And with Don, what I identified first was his madness was always tied to his ambition, right? He always just wanted to make sure that he made something for himself. And that he also wanted to like change his lifestyle Mm -hmm. and the pressures of that right just trying to be successful can become so great Mm. specifically when you're trying to do it as an entrepreneur as a black entrepreneur and also in the entertainment industry so when i started to see all of that and you went to like his his father history and being able to talk to tony cornelius his son 
I was like, okay, I started scoring his mental and figuring out these are the reasons that drive him to that. And mm -hmm. sometimes what people don't understand is no matter how successful everybody is, specifically in entertainment, when they're like glorified or magnified, there's a lot of depression there. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of times where like they're dealing with things internally that they don't feel like they can speak on. And no one's just asking, hey, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Like genuinely, are you okay? Mm -hmm. No one was asking that brother that. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of festers into madness, and then it can take you down a spiral. And somebody like Don, they probably didn't even think he they, he, he was. He, they never thought anything was ever wrong. They never thought it was him. Wrong. He's Don Cornelius. Like, I mean, every, of course he's okay. Every and the thing of the the the, the mystique of Don Cornelius, I was so grateful to uncover, right? Because I caught him on the tail end, and then like my soul train was like Shamar, and like like a little bit of like Maestro Clark, and mm -hmm. like cast like that. That's what I saw because it was coming on like right after X Men, mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, all right, well, whatever, I'm gonna watch this. Mm -hmm. And then it was like a, a Latin dance show that came on right after that. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't remember even the name of it, <laughs> but his mystique, you would never know that he was struggling with anything because he always carried himself with poise. Yeah, in any situation, and there's like. There's moments even when he, you find out later when he was doing the show, he was struggling with a lot of that and he would still manage it until he got to his dressing room. I was able to get like tap into who he really was because I saw an episode, I had like a hundred episodes of the beginning of Soul Train. And I saw an episode where right before they cut away from him, Don lowered his glasses and he looked over at whatever was going on behind the stage. And I was like, oh, he about to mess somebody up. Okay, cool, that's who he is. And that was what, how I was able to tap in because I was like, there's Don Cornelius, and then there's there's uh, Don DC. Mm -hmm. So it was like Clark Kent and Superman. Mm -hmm. So he put the cape on the host, and then the the man took it off. How do you get that trauma out of you though? Because I mean, your your trajectory is similar. Yeah. You got ambition. Yes. You, yes. you in the business. How yeah. do you not get lost like that? You know, it's it's a process. I think for me, it started with me identifying that I was weak in a lot of areas and not being afraid of that. I think like going back to like the idea of societal pressure and systemic systemic oppression. For us as men, for us as black men, we don't always get the opportunity to say, I'm hurting, I'm sad, I'm whatever. And I ended up truly dating a girl who kind of like kept asking me these questions. So it, ca it caused me to hold up a mirror because I wanted the relationship mm -hmm. to last. And then as I kept holding up the mirror, I started asking myself questions. Mm -hmm. And then I started just kind of going down the rabbit hole of saying, where does this live? Um, going to therapy, and, I, and I'm a big advocate for mental health Same. in the community and men and saying like, listen, it's not weak to say I don't have it all. And you can go and sit down. And I would literally, I'm in my first couple of sessions, I would sit there and the therapist would go, and you probably went through this too, and you go, why are you here? And I'm like, I don't know. And mm -hmm. I sat there for like, like okay, we'll sit here. And we, she started asking questions and I started talking and then we go, yo. Mm -hmm. So now I consistently just tap in with self. That's why meditation is so important to me because I will just tap in and say, hmm, what is that? What does that feel? What does that feel? So I can kind of chart any work I need to do. Because therapy gives you the language to explain what it is you're actually dealing with. Absolutely. And then the meditation is part of the healing process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. If you don't have a definition for it, you can't fix it. That's right. You know. Man, Mr. Walls, uh, mm -hmm. pleasure to meet you, brother. Likewise, brother. And, Likewise, and I, and I wish you much continued success, Thank man. You, Thank you. Thank you, Sim. And congratulations, Sinqua, for everything that you have going on. Truly like an amazing person. Thank you. Hey, so listen, glad to that means you I get there. some juices in Brooklyn. Oh, I got you. I got to send you some juices. I got some more restaurants. I didn't know what you, you were talking to. about just now. I was like, huh? My press juices. I know. Press I was juice. just like, just. <laughs> we've, been, we've been talking about it, yeah, and yeah, now yeah, they're yeah. finally available. Listen, so I gotta got to make sure. Listen. We go to Negril. We go to Tilly's. Yeah. I got to make sure you go to Kokomo. Listen, she put me on so many mm -hmm. great 
places where I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, like I just get to, t- whatever, I'm rolling. Yeah, They'll be go. like, yes, and Kwai was here. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, good. I did pull up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know those are her friends. Yeah, no, yeah, because yeah. I'd be like, yo, take their number and call yeah. if you need to yeah, go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you're good. And I actually, I went one time with my man, Seath Man, who actually uh, is a phenomenal director. Um, and I didn't realize, like, Seath was like the godfather in the grill. Like, he walked in and it was like, yo, Big Seath. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, bro, we're going to pull up. Like, I got our name on the list. He, like, <laughs> he walked up. He was like, yo, oh, we good. I, was like, I didn't realize I was with royalty. Word. You know? Well, it's Sinqua Walls, ladies and gentlemen. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes, sir. Is shuffleboard in the Olympics? I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Shuffleboard, I guess. You know, like shuffleboard. I don't know if that's a sport. Is it a sport? That's a dance. You know what? Forget it, man. Let's get to the rumors, man. Let's talk new music. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, yes, you know, it's Friday, so there's a lot of new albums out. Nas, King's Disease 2 is available now. And we do have some snippets for you. Here is Death Row East about Tupac. Man, Nas and Hitboy, that is divine. God God needed Nas and Hitboy to come together. That album is dope. Man. Man, Other people featured on the album include Hitboy, also Charlie Wilson. You heard Nobody featuring Miss Lauren Hill, A Boogie with the Hoodie. Now here is Eminem, and uh, he's featured on EPMD, too, with with EPMD. All right, he wants to be placed with the greats, who he just named. He he is, though. He already is. I mean, people criticize, you know, Eminem's uh, newer newer work and his newer music and mm-hmm. his newer bars but you know the, the, his his original catalog got him there right yep and EPMD EPMD got busy on that too I like EPMD on that too alright also Brunch on Sundays featuring Blast Drop on the clues bombs for Nasir Jones, man. Salute to Nas. Nas is a real artist because real artists can make what is going on in their life sound good. Nas is 47 and he raps like it. He's not talking about being a drug dealer. He's nope. not talking about busting no guns. He's nope. not lying about still being in the street. He's talking about having brunch on Sundays, damn it. Okay? And he spit an extremely hard bar, which I'm going to give frame because I live that and it should be our motto. Stay out of black women's Stay business. Stay out of black women's business unless, unless you invested in it. In it. Mm-hmm. Hard bar. Drop one of the clues bombs for Nas. Brunch on Sundays. You might got time to be in no street. Okay. All right. Tinashe has Sunday. an album out today. Also, 333. As well as Sada Baby he has a, a project out today. It's a 13 track featureless project. Mm-hmm. It's called The Lost Tapes. I think they some happened to his Instagram page too. I said it was hacked. So or he ended up. All right. Also, Fredo Bang, he has a project out as well. So he's been having a lot of legal issues recently, but he's still putting out some music. Not like Fredo, but I'm going back to brunch. I want to go to brunch on Sunday. 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 Brunch on Fredo and in, in jail right now? I think he's out. I, I, he I got, just checked. Out? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Salute to Fredo Bang, but yeah, I want to be at brunch and the we- on Sunday. The weekend, we already told you he had a new single coming out today, and that's called Take My Breath. All right. The music stops. Stop dancing, fans. bro. I'm on drugs. I can't stop. I look like you are. <laughs> Oh, man. Somebody give him a shot. That's why I just need to be at brunch on Sunday. <laughs> now, what's that face? <laughs> we can't make some jamming music. Drop on the clues bomb for the weekend. What is that face? Look. Now, you know you're older when you use words like jamming. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Jamming <laughs> on the one. jamming music. Jamming on the one. <laughs> we can't be jamming. We can't be jamming. That's you my jam. Me? That's my jam right there. Goodness gracious. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlamagne, mm-hmm. we giving that down to We need the uh, Arkansas Department of Health to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with them. 
this morning, okay? I am not an anti-vaxxer by any means, but if you want to build uh, people's trust in this vaccine, the Arkansas Department of Health is getting it all wrong. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get into that next, and then Sean Kingston will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed one. So like a donkey. Now, I've been called right. a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Okay, let's discuss uh, Donkey of the Day for Friday, August 6th. Go to the Arkansas Department of Health. Now, listen, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Okay, I have my reservations about the vaccine for a number of personal reasons, but I'm not an anti-vaxxer. It's amazing to me how people act like they can't understand the distrust that a lot of people have of this government and its medical system. Okay, medical mistrust in America has been earned by a government that has a long history of mistreating people, okay, especially black Americans, all right? Studies show many people who are part of racial and ethnic minorities don't trust their doctors or the medical community as a whole. I don't have to run down the various reasons that is. Do your Googles. Well, in fact, Google uh, Tuskegee syphilis study, Henrietta Lacks, look up the black maternal death rate, just to name a few. But my point is, this mistrust is valid. And as I've been saying since they started really pushing this vaccine, on the black community why oh why have they never been in a rush to remedy any other issues in our communities i've never seen them in a rush to vaccinate the disease called systemic racism okay systemic racism has a lot of variants but we need vaccines to fight it okay those vaccines are criminal justice reform improving the education system in our communities and improving employment rates and opportunities we need that cash oh by the way reparations would be a great vaccine i'm just saying i've never seen them in a rush to remedy anything in the black community so pardon us if we side-eyeing you when you pull up pushing a vaccine now listen minus the distrust some folks of all colors uh from what i've heard half Okay, what they want is just they just want a vaccine that's FDA approved. That sounds very logical and understandable to me. Okay, I read in the New York Times that the FDA aims to give final approval to the Pfizer vaccine early next month. I guarantee you when that happens, you will see millions of more Americans get vaccinated. So I think it's simple. Government, do what y'all supposed to do to make we the people feel safe about the vaccine. And we the people will go out and get the vaccine when we feel safe. I think that's fair. Okay, don't go blaming the people and shaming people for not getting vaccinated when it's absolutely the government's fault that there is medical mistrust. See, okay, and this is what bothers me about people. And this is why the Arkansas Department of Health is getting donkey of the day this morning. Okay, it is a reason that we have to, you know, have culturally competent people in positions of power all across the board. So you have a lot of healthcare agencies and advocacy groups sharing various PSAs as a part of an effort to boost the vaccination rate, especially in parts of the country where the vaccination rate is very low. Some of them are very effective. Some of them are not. This one is not. Okay, the Arkansas Department of Health decided to run an ad featuring an entrepreneur, have entrepreneur in air quotes, by the name of Richard Johnson. Okay, let me paint the picture for you. Richard Johnson in this commercial is leaning on his car with a white T-shirt and a gold chain on. And he is passionately telling the camera why it's necessary for his daily entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial in air quotes, efforts that people get vaccinated. (sighs) Would you like to hear this conversation? 
Here you mm -hmm. go. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. Because if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody <laughs> to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. You shouldn't be laughing. Why not? But you're like, because it's not a laughing matter. But you're, but that's my point. Okay, if you live the type of lifestyle I live, if you out here in the streets and if you're hustling as an entrepreneur, you sell things. Mm -hmm. You sell things. What are you trying to imply, Arkansas Department of Health? I'm not even mad at Richard Johnson. Okay, Dick Johnson is just a paid actor. All right, I guarantee if you ask the streets of Arkansas, they never heard of no damn Richard Johnson. And by the way, no real street entrepreneur would do a commercial advertising that he sells things. Okay, he would ruin his whole operation, make everything hot for no reason. Okay, we know what they're implying in that commercial. Okay, you know what? Matter of fact, it's 2021. Let me not say what people won't do. If you broadcast all your illegal activities to social media, maybe, just maybe, you would jump in a commercial. Okay, but my point is, how is that supposed to build trust? Okay, how? How is this a, it's supposed to be a serious situation that you making us laugh? You remember when paid in full when Wood Harris character uh, said this? Hey, why your family act so nervous, man? My people, nigga, act like the feds. That's exactly how Richard Johnson comes off. He act like the feds. Okay, nobody's buying nothing from him. He's the dude who shows up around the way talking like that, and nobody wants to do business with him because he acts like the feds. Okay, everything about him screams undercover cop. All right, he's trying too hard to be down. So if I don't trust him to buy whatever he's selling, why would I trust him in regards to telling me to go get the vaccine? Here's the thing. Stop with all the gimmicks. Okay, all the free weed and $100 and Richard Johnson commercials. Folks just want to know the vaccine is safe. That's it. The only thing y'all should be pushing is for the FDA to fully approve the vaccine to make Americans feel safer getting it, period. If you're trying to make people trust the vaccine, if you're trying to dispel years and years of medical mistrust, this ain't it. Okay, Richard Johnson, Dick Johnson, looks and sounds like he's wearing a wire. All right, you wonder why people are not sold on the vaccine. You wonder why people distrust the system. It's because of propaganda like this. I'm all for meeting people where they are to communicate a message, but it's a slap in the face to the black community of Arkansas, you know? And it's a damn shame that in the streets, selling things is where y'all think we are and where y'all think you gotta meet us. Please let Remy Ma give the Arkansas Department of Health the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker, you dumb. Can't even believe that's real. Hmm. I'm convinced. Well, let's just say he was out there hustling. Well, he'll be in jail. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. See, I mean... It is the truth. We don't say you don't say what he sell. Man, shut up. You know what he's implying. And if he's a hustler out there, that mean it, it's smart to get the vaccine because you you serving people all day. You don't know if them, them people are serving got COVID or not. The lifestyle I live. Those things. Y'all didn't want to play a game, huh? Boy. <laughs> no. I will jump over this goddamn table and. Y'all didn't want to play a game. Wrestle you to the ground. <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. play a game. All right. all right, might need to patch you for a while. All right, just asking. All right, well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Up next, Sean Kingston will be joining us. You know Sean Kingston. It's Freaky, singer. Freaky, Freaky Friday. And we're going to kick it with Sean Kingston when we come back. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now, Sean Kingston. Wagwan, big up, big up, big up, big up. What's going on, Sean? <laughs> What's the vibe, my brother? Where the hell you been, bro? Let's let's get to that. Where the hell has Sean Kingston been? I've been working, man. I've been working on my project. I got a brand new album that's coming. It's called Deliverance. It's on the way. We got a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? I'm really excited about this one. I took a little break, um, had to get some political, you know, some stuff, some stuff right. And now it's, it's time to go crazy. Sean Kingston, last time I saw you was on lip service and there was all kinds of uh, drama after that. So we gotta, we gotta talk about that because I ain't like how that ended out. I ain't like how that ended out. <laughs> no, I don't really drink liquor like that. So first of all, <laughs> I was kind of tipsy. Second of all, um, <laughs> everybody that knows that knows me really knows me, knows that I'm a such I'm such a gentleman, I'm such a uh, like a real like I, I care about women so, so much like like, like my, I'm a mama's boy like my mom means and woman means so much to me so I, I would definitely want to clear that up like it had no it was no disrespect to my ex-girlfriend it was no disrespect what happened was I caught some stuff on her phone and she was cheating on me and I found out first so I basically was like yo listen you know two could play that type of game that's all that was that was never on some stuff like me trying to be oh i'm just trying to be this big of a player or i'm trying to be like i love women like women is is, is everything to me you know and i care about our women out here so so what happened to you for people that don't know because i'm confused what what happened what what, what happened so i was on lip service with angela and um bad move right there bad move right there Go ahead. Baby, don't hit me. Go ahead. Don't hate. We had a good time. She got drunk up and then she started asking you questions you get yeah. how, how, how did i get him drunk on zoom Man, we always drinking, man. See? They told me, they told me, they told me they had Deleon, they had, you feel me? Everybody had what they had. You know, I had a couple shots of Casamigos. I don't even drink like that, Envy. You know that. Mm -hmm. So I'm in that, I'm in that thing. She's like, okay, you know, what's what well, tell us some stuff about did you ever do anything that was kind of and I was just like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, you know, I cheated on my ex-girlfriend one time and boom, bam, boom. And then it kind of went viral and people kind of, you know, the woman out there, you know, a lot of, and I feel, and, I, and I, they have the right to be kind of, you know, how the interview, how, how everything was, was, was set. But for me, it was really more like, you know, I, I want to clear that up and say to all my women out there, I apologize. It was nothing like that. I love you guys. You guys, so all you know, your women, you got women on rotation there. That's what they said. They said yes. you got like 10 women on rotation. Like you, you a baseball team. Every, no, you know what it is? Every, imagine you messing like, see, that's the thing too. Like, over the years, these are not 10 random girls that I just know that I'm just, you know, I'm having unprotected sex with. No, these are girls that I know from five, over the years time. And I'm just like, you know what? You can have a, I, I don't want a relationship. I don't want like, you know what it is. We don't gotta keep, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't, we, we just, let's just have fun. Like that's, that's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? It ain't no 10 random girls. I'm just hitting up like, oh yeah, come up. Like, you know, no, it's girls that I actually been talked to with just no strings attached. It's just, some you know, of these girls it, have men, Sean Kingston. Yeah, but like, listen, they, if, if they come over and they do what they do and they, you know what I mean, that's just, that, that's on them. I'm not, you feel me? I'm letting them know I don't want no relationship. I'm just trying to have fun, you know? All right, well, that's fair enough. No, I do want to say a couple of things, but I gather from it is that your feelings were hurt in your last situation. Yeah, for right? sure. Because I do feel like Sometimes guys end up, first of all, you went in her phone, right? And you saw some things. Yeah, and yeah. I do feel like just like it happens for women and guys won't admit it the same way and maybe they don't react the same way. But sometimes when y'all get hurt by a woman, you try to do things like to hurt her back. That's kind of true to hurt her back. And that was, the, and that definitely was immature. But it was kind of like on some stuff where I was just like, you know, for me, when I'm in a relationship, it's like I'm 10 toes down. Like as far as like, you know, I really go the extra mile, you know what I'm saying? Like as like, I'm I'm very romantic. So I, I might massage your feet here and there. I'm gonna do the little stuff, you know, I, I'm very romantic. So for me, it's like guys like me, especially 
in the industry don't really come that often. And I have celebrity friends and they don't move like how I move. You know what I'm saying? Like I was raised right. So I definitely know how to treat a woman like a queen she is. But I felt like the last relationship was kind of wacky to, to, to what was going on and what I was seeing and how, you know, a lot of different stuff there. So I was kind of like, you know, it made me kind of think out of the box and out of my character. So I definitely want to apologize to the, you know, that's why. But yeah. So she was cheating on you with, who, who was the person she was cheating on you with? Was it a rapper, an artist, a basketball <laughs> player, or a regular dude? I, I think it was like some some athlete dude from overseas. But don't get me wrong, though. Like, she used to always get mad about my DMs. But you got to think about this, Envy. Like, I'm Mr. Beautiful. Like, you got to think about it. Like, no matter, even if you, even if it ain't me, what any celebrity that's out there is going to have some girls in his DMs. It ain't going to mean, you know what I'm saying? I was never entertaining the, you know what I'm saying? I was never entertaining the bull, but like, I'm not going to lie. I would conversate probably with a couple, like, you know, not on no, not on no. That's like, entertaining you, the bull. You, yeah, you, come you, on now. That's entertaining <laughs> the bull. Also, also, no, no, no. Also stuff like, because you know how these girls, just gonna, like, if you ever need a model for your video, you know, boom, man, boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm and then you like, was like, all right, well, let me see what it looks like to see if I want to choose for my video. Here's <laughs> my number, FaceTime Here's my number, FaceTime me. Let me see. So, I ain't going to lie to you. It kind of got a little, you know what I'm saying, to the point where I was just like, listen, i seen enough. You can do what you got to do. I guess this relationship is really over, but we just don't really know how to really, you know what I'm saying? So I seen some stuff and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do what I got to do. And I, I feel like that was kind of immature. I could have just left it, you know, but like I said, man, listen, Cause my heart and my, you feel me? I'm a genuine person and I know how I was raised. So I felt like, man, like you're going to do this to a nigga, like who makes sure you're good on all angles as far as, you know what I'm saying? Like mentally, just, just every, everything. So, you know. And then you put out a song about how love is beautiful. So let's talk about that. Cause maybe you're in a better space now. I think after you get out of a relationship like that, and like you said, you know, you do have these different women who you've been dealing with, but now you ready to settle down. Cause that's what I get from a song like that. Yeah, love is wonderful. Um, it's out right now. All oh, be, oh, yeah, love is wonderful. Love mm -hmm. is wonderful. Definitely, it's featuring Travis Barker. And you're right. Um, I just kind of want to go back to my original lane. You know, I did Darkest Times with G Herbo. Shout out G Herbo. That's one of my closest friends. But that was kind of more like on just where I was at the time. I never looked at that record as a big record. It was just to set me up because I haven't put out music in so long. With Love is Wonderful, this is just my original lane. This is what the people want from me. Right now, we almost at like, we almost had 500,000 views in, in three days. Like, it's moving and the fans are really gravitating to it. The video is amazing. Shout out Daniel, he shot the video. Um, it was just, you know, some Bonnie and Clyde vibes. And I feel like, you know, just after a pandemic and what the world has, we've been going through a lot as, as a whole, you know? Everybody together, we've been going through so much stuff. And I feel like, you know, love is the answer. Love is the cure. And um, love is wonderful when you find it. So, you know. All right. Well, let's get into the single right now. It doesn't know your boy, Sean Kingston. You know what I mean? Right now, this is Love is Wonderful, Future and Travis Barker. We back, baby. It's a beautiful single. Love is wonderful. Love is the answer. To all my people out there, God bless y'all. Go keep screaming it. If you haven't screamed it, go check out the video right now. Turn up. Let's get it. What got you back into, I'm sure, is singing, of course, to, to the rap? Because you go back and forth. You go from rap, then you go to sing. Then you, so what got you back into the singing mode? Um, To be honest with you, I just started thinking about it. And my fans really was on some stuff like, you know, and even even Big Draco, shout out to Soldier Boy. That's one of my close friends. Big Draco's like, hey, man, Sean, you see, I did make it clap, right? Because I used to always tell, he like, you got to practice what you preach. I'm like, what you mean, Soldier? He's like, I used to always tell Soldier, like, Soldier. Stop trying to, you know, you feel me? Like, shoot them up, bang, bang, all that. Like, go back to the dancing to where, you know what I'm saying? Like, you turn my swag on, Superman. Like, like you feel me? Pretty boy swag. Like, she got a dunk. Like, go back to the fun records. 
And then he can't, you know, he can't make it clap. My dog took it, you know, you know what I'm saying? My dog came back with a record and now he, he like, Sean, you got to practice what you preach. Like, you got to come with a pop record. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna lie. I used to always tell Soja that, but then now I'm trying to rap and spit balls on a record. I'm on these records with, with Chief Keith. I'm on this record, NBA Youngboy. I'm like, hold on, let me, let me, let me really get back to what Sean Kingston meant to the people, meant to the world. So now that love is wonderful. So that means you're settling down with one lady? Um, right now. <laughs> I'm still single, but you know, I'm all, like I said, love is wonderful. So I'm definitely look, you know, not looking cause you can't look for love, but I'm definitely, you know, open to that right now at the chapter I am in my life. Cause I, you know, I am 31 and I have no kids. And I definitely want to build a family. So, so none of them girls you got in rotation, you, you, none of them, a, a wifey material that you say, Hey, I would wife up. I know. You can't find envy, man. You talking about girls and you can't really find too many girls in LA. Like they out there, but they not, they not really the ones on the scene. Like the ones on the scene, they going from house to house. They going from, you feel me, my crib, Chris Brown crib, this person crib. Like, I'm not trying to, you feel me? Like, not so saying- why you want to sleep? You want to see, that's the thing. Like, now, so hold on. Let me back up, back up, back up for Why you want to knock off somebody that this person knocked off and this person like that's just like, one night she got your but what about, in her mouth. And what about you, got... Sean? Yeah, but I'm saying I'm not. But yeah, but Envy, I'm not selling that. I'm not settling down with them though, Envy. That's the ones you gotta have fun with. But you asking me why I'm not selling down? I'm saying because I'm gonna settle down with some with, with a girl that just been to all my homies' cribs and all my homies know what she look like. You not saying it's a big like. Don't get me wrong. We all got flaws. Like as far as we all got bodies and we all done did stuff to. But I'm not trying to be. My main girl, my main girl is like, okay, my dog Chris Brown could tell me something about her. My dog over here could say something about her. You know what I mean? Trippy Red could be like, hey, she was just at my last week. Like, what are you doing? So like, I don't know. I don't know if you should be with her. If all those people are knocked off, I think I would be like, you know what, man? How about you don't come over tonight? Let me let me find, let me go get a librarian. Yeah, but then you're talking about, but this is LA, right? So the other one that you think that's gonna be on the other vibe is gonna be on the same vibe she's on. But Sean, what about exactly. what about you? Don't you think a woman might look at you and been like, he done been with too many women? Uh, you so... know what? That's nothing I wanted to talk to you about. So listen, Angela, so there's a girl that I did like, right? I'm not going to say her name. So I was really like, I'm like, yo, this could be the one. She's the number one fan of your show, dude. So listen, this girl was up. Listen, this girl, it was going good. She came over. My mom cooked for her. It was going great. She was like, boom, boom. We took a trip to Vegas. Boom, boom, boom. You see when the lip service came out? She said, 10 girls in rotation, huh? Lose my number. I said, huh? I said, I said, I said what? She said, lose my number, 10 girls in rotation. I said, come on, but you know how entertainment is. Like, you know, you know, it's nothing like that. Like, 10 girls in rotation. Listen, it killed me, okay? Right. So, you got to hook me up. You got to go on a blind. You got to set up a blind. Hell business. no. Like, you got to think about it like that. Let's say, let's say, <laughs> let's say you that daughter's, that, that girl's, uh, her, uh, that girl's uh, father. And she's yeah. seeing interview. She's like, dad, I'm falling for, for Sean. He's such a yeah. nice guy. His mom yeah. cooks for me. Then yeah. the father looks at, at lip service and be like, yeah, I got 10 on rotation. Monday, I got my <laughs> Monday piece, my Tuesday piece, my Wednesday piece. But, but, no, but guess, but guess what though? In all reality, right? With my occupation and what I do, I'm gonna be around women. I could go backstage at a concert. It's gonna be three bad girls there, like waiting to get a. Backstage but you ain't gotta back. f them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, either way, I'm gonna be around women. So if I got ten girls on rotation, that don't necessarily mean that those ten girls are you. You, you know, what I mean? like we doing stuff, but that don't mean. Oh my like, gosh! You, gotta, you know, <laughs> y'all doing. John, that, I just want to say not... one thing. I have, I have some advice. I know. I killed myself. Listen, the girl. You might want to just. This is what you need to do. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. need to just maybe do a detox on yourself <laughs> and just detox from that for a little while because yeah. sometimes I feel like it's hard to like get the right person when you have so much other things happening. You can't even focus on one person. 
you know what it is though? I'm and- Angela. I keep going back to LA. The girls out there, at least probably, I don't know if it's because, and I'm not looking, so I don't know if it's if it's if it's the, the people I'm hanging with. Yes. If it's the type of vibe of I don't know. Maybe you in the if wrong that, circle, bro. Maybe you in the wrong circle. Where's your phone? Write, write this down right now. Where's your yeah, phone? I've been there for seven years, dude. You got your I've phone? Seven years, one circle. So <laughs> Sean, write, right write this down. Where's your phone? Right write this down. Uh-oh. ChristianMingle.com. Come on, man. <laughs> Shut up. You really gonna tell me that if that listen? Christian, like, you in the wrong places, man. Listen, listen. They the, they the freakiest ones, library. by the way. I gotta start checking the library. Maybe if I go to the library, I can see something that's in there that's looking pretty nice that, you know? But, but if you really like this other woman, right? If you really like this woman who- It's over with, you killed it. This love, lip service- No, I don't, don't say I killed it, but I will say hey, this. Okay, yes. You killed it. <laughs> Come on, yes. take some responsibility. He's like, yo, listen, I was like, man, I wonder if I can call Angela and see if we could chop this video up before it gets released. And when the girl told me this is the number, the girl said this is her number one favorite show. I'm like, oh, yeah. I started scratching my head. I know what else to do. But I think that if you really liked her or cared about her that much, there's always potential for you to learn from this. And if you really want to try to get her back, you should. I'm just saying, maybe you have to just. I mean, well, I mean, what you gonna do at that point? I try to send flowers to her, and I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be a stalker. It's like, you know, two, three times. I oh, you know, what? we should do a therapy session on lip service with both of you guys. I wouldn't. Do oh it yes, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't. No, nope. she loves it. Don't. Maybe that'll put me in the game. No, but listen, maybe that'll put me in the game. She'll be like, okay, but then again, I don't even think she probably want to be on the internet with a dude like me who got ten girls in rotation. Exactly. The only time you do that is if you want to be like, you know what, if you're going to ask for marriage, it's if you want to propose, so really truly, then you go with All right, so really and truly, let me keep you. Okay, so out of the 10 girls, it's really like three, four. That's kind of, the other ones just come up, we just do Netflix and chill. Okay, cool? Now, one time, you know, um, Sean, they were talking about your finances, and, and they were saying that your finances were bad, you owed you. Why you got to go there, bro? Let me hold something down. Uh, no, I'm just saying, because you, you want to talk about, you want to go to Finances, you look, sister, something my way. You got all the cars. I, you ain't never had no issue. You keep doing the car shows. You got everybody lined up in there. All right, throw something my way there. And I'm playing. <laughs> Listen, what you saying? All Go my ahead. cars is Yee's car. Yee just lend them to me. Nah, but on the real, like, you know, they talked about your finances at one time. They talked about taking your cars and, and, and cribs. So where are yeah. you financially now? Because, you, you know, you got jewelry on. You look good. So where are you financially now? And how did you change that around? Money was never the issue, but I will always spend it before I can really like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm the type of person, like, okay, my mom would be like, okay, we just did a $2 million deal. And as soon as like, you know, cause I was younger, I was growing up younger. So as soon as the $2 million deal, I'm like, I'm excited for the $2 million deal, right? But guess what's the next thing I'm doing? As soon as I heard about the $2 million deal, I'm like, okay, let me go get a, let me go get something. Let me go get some new jewelry. Let me go see what kind of Lambo they got on. The, let me, you know what I'm saying? So it was always kind of not really, the priorities wasn't really angled the right way. And I felt like, you know, I learned from that. As far as, but you know, I want to, I want to set this clear, like Angela, cause you know, when we did lip service, she seen, she seen a little bit of my house. Like I bought a house for $9.1 million. I live four houses down from Martin Lawrence. It's 9.1. I owned the house. You know what I'm saying? I was in escrow for four months like that. This is one of the best purchases I ever did in my whole life. Like it's in Encino, California. And um, yes, it's a $9 million home and it's beautiful. So I say all that to say, God gave me another, you know what I'm saying? He gave me another turn to life and I definitely been, been, you know, financially blessed in the last couple, you know what I'm saying? I did have some stumbles. Who don't? I mean, you know, absolutely. We all been through stuff, you know what I'm saying? But it's about how you bounce back from it. And I feel like from for me, it was just really just because I don't want to put the pain blame. Oh, it was this person, it was that. I'm 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 more like, you know what? 
I was living a fast life. I had people around me that was, you know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to, I just wanted to shine big, you know what I'm saying? And I not necessarily wasn't living over my, over my budget, but it was kind of just like, what's new, what's new, what's new. And it's just like, Sean, you already got this. Just be satisfied. You come from nothing. You feel me? Do some investments and just relax and watch your money. Then if you want to get something to treat yourself after that, you can. So got you. All right, brother. We appreciate you. And next time you in town, when we got everybody here, you got to come up here, but nobody here, everybody, everybody dipped out. I know, I'm man. in Atlanta. I'm in Atlanta. So. This COVID thing is crazy. And Angela, listen, please, we go, we gonna, we gonna set something up. All right, we need to. No, listen, please, I would love to. And even if we got to come to LA and sit down with you guys, I think we should do a little session and try to see if we could fix this. Let's do it, man. I always love y'all platform. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for your time, man. And strap up. <laughs> All right, well, shout out to Sean Kingston for joining us. All right, we got the rumors up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk versus. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. So Sheik Luch was talking to Sway, and one thing that he talked about was how uh, Diddy gave the locks some advice before verses, and it's pretty good advice. Here's what he said Diddy told them. Puff called us like, yo, dog, do these freestyles. He said, Puff called us the dead day. I was like, yo, y'all freestyles, y'all come from everywhere. Y'all freestyles are right. the songs they got. Told us to basically stick to, stick to being you. I mean, Diddy wasn't lying. No. Yeah, it, it worked. <laughs> yeah, and it's all about the timing of it, too, because that who shot you, that who shot you uh, freestyle was... Perfect. Right on that, time. That was off the Green Lantern mixtape. I thought that was off a of Clue mixtape. I thought it was Clue mixtape. It was, was Clue? Yeah. That's Clue in the beginning. Oh. Because I saw a video with him uh, with Green Lantern in it. I don't know. It was one of the, one of the OG well, mixtapes. Green Lantern used to DJ for, for Kiss, but I, mm. I, and I believe. I don't know. But I think that was a Clue mixtape. I'm not sure. Don't quote me. All right. Now, in addition to that, uh, Sheik Luch was also talking about Cameron working behind the scenes to negotiate that money. Cam was like very like influential like with the... Uh, he was he wasn't going for a certain price. He was on this like man. I need this amount of money. The locks need this amount of money. Like it was, he was on some like that. The whole versus. That's one thing I will say about Cam. If you don't know about Cam, Cam gets the money. He's negotiated a bunch of contracts, going through the Def Jam contracts with Jewels, uh, through uh, Vados, and then this he like he knows how to negotiate contracts and get money. Cam didn't even go into his Vado bag during the verses. Wonder why. I also wonder why he didn't do like horse and carriage. I wonder why Jewels didn't do like uh, back to the crib. You would especially, especially when yeah. Jewels challenged Kiss on the ladies thing. You would right. think back to the crib would have played. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, because when I did my own verses at home before that verses, I was playing like what I would do back and forth. I definitely had back to the crib on there too. But yeah, again, it is all about making sure that you're organized and you know what you're doing, what you're going to play. And so it looks like they were more prepared. Now, in addition to all of this, the locks got the key to the city to Yonkers. And here is Styles P in his thank you video. We just want to say thank you. We will be receiving this key of the city. Yeah. Super dope. But even doper than that, we are opening up a revised third park, third workout station in Yonkers for people, kids, grownups, Women, children to work out, have family activities, keep focusing on your health and being better. We all, the, the main purpose of the event though is so we could focus on opening more parks around the whole city. Well deserved. Well deserved, yeah. yeah. Dropping the clues bonds for the LOX, man. Mm-hmm. Never too and late you know, to get your flowers. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this though, flowers are good, money is better. 
All right. <laughs> make sure make sure the locks are getting the brand deals they need. Make sure the locks are getting their right show money. Aren't they going on tour soon? Yeah, they're going on tour. They're going yeah. on tour. Make sure they got the right sponsors on their tour. Make sure y'all go buy Locks merch. And no disrespect. I don't. I don't want to see. I know people saying now nah, the Locks, the Jada Kiss should battle G Unit. J, like he did it twice. No, nah, he did it twice. He, he did it twice. He, he's missed the verses though. Yeah. But yeah, we don't. Nah, we good. Well, listen, they are not playing because you know they're in Atlanta. I think uh, they just left to go back to New York because today they do have an event and they're doing a park renovation unveiling event. So they're celebrating and building toward a better future for the kids. So that's happening today, twelve to three. So. Okay. Shout out to them. All right, now South Park just got a deal. 14 movies, and they're going to stay on the air through 2027. It's part of a reported $900 million deal. Okay. Sheesh. Congrats to them. I mean, South Park is big business, though. You're talking about merchandise. You're talking about toys. Like, come on, that's big business. South Park is really funny and pretty edgy. I'd be like, damn. Very they, edgy. They get away with a lot of stuff on that show. Because it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. All right, Aaliyah's discography is going to be released on streaming uh, services. That announcement was preceded by some social media promo earlier in the week. You know, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, behind the scenes issues because Black Round Records co-founder Barry Hankerson, who was also Aaliyah's uncle, confirmed that deal. But I think there were some issues with her estate and that estate is run by, I believe, her mom and her brother. So they were also trying to put out this album from Aaliyah that's been in the works that includes Drake, Future, Chris Brown, Snoop, and Neo. And that release date is not yet set, but uh, Barry Hankerson has been sitting on that music as well. So a lot of fans have been wanting to hear this Aaliyah music on streaming services. So Spotify posted Baby Girl is coming to Spotify August 20th, One in a Million, September 3rd, Romeo Must Die soundtrack, September 10th, the Aaliyah album, and October 8th, I Care For You plus Ultimate Aaliyah. I wonder why Blackground, I also saw Blackground Records that they putting out the Timberland and Magoo and Tank albums. Like, why? Why are they just waiting to do that now? I don't know. Like, it's just it, it all the money they missing? Yeah. Yeah, they, and they, that's a lot of money. So, yeah, the Tank, JoJo albums, Timbaland, Aaliyah, all of that will be um, that whole catalog. Tony Braxton is also included in some of this catalog material. You remember we had uh, that Magoo? Remember that guy called up here and he was a big fan of Timbaland and Magoo? Yep, yep. And we called yep. him and asked him, why y'all catalog ain't on? And he was like, man, you got to ask Barry. It's not on him. And Barry yeah. got a new artist <laughs> now, too, I see. I see Barry has a new uh, R&B artist, I believe. I've seen him shooting videos in Atlanta, so maybe... That he's back in the music industry, he's, he's releasing some of those catalogs, I don't know. All right, well, that is your rumor report. And Barry used to manage um, R. Kelly, too. Oh, yeah. He's to manage R. Kelly, too. Hey, listen, salute to Anita Kopach, too, man. Shallow Waters, a novel. It's available everywhere you buy books right now, man. Audio, hardcover, uh, number one bestseller on Amazon in the Audible. So thank you to everybody that's been going out there getting Shallow Waters. It's a fiction novel about Yimiya, the African Deity of the sea. Yoruba deity of the sea. All right. Well, mix is up next. Revolt. We'll see you on Monday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Guess who just walked in here? <laughs> Guess who just walked up in here? Nick Cannon. I'm in here. Nick is here. Yes, sir. Nick has a movie that comes out today called She Ball. Yeah, man. Now, what's this movie about, Nick? Uh man. It's uh, about an hour and a half. 
Uh, nah, honestly, man, it's something. It's a lot of uh, themes, but ultimately, it's about gentrification in Inglewood through the eyes of women's basketball. So it's like we kind of took a lot of ideas of like women in sports and uh, the changing of our neighborhoods mm-hmm. and kind of put it all in one. A lot of people was calling like the the save the last basketball. Mm-hmm. So, oh. like, you know what I'm saying? When did y'all film this? During the pandemic or before? Uh, right before. Right before. Yeah, the right before. So, this is, you know, we, we got to get it all. But it's a lot of themes. You know, myself, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, DC Young Fly, Chris Brown, mm-hmm. Birdman. And, you know, it was all, you know, it was one of them independently funded things. I'm kind of shot it, directed it, started mm-hmm. it, paid for it. Oh, you came out of pocket. Yeah, yeah. This was a, this is one of those things where you, ch- you, you don't, I didn't utilize the system to tell mm-hmm. the story because I wanted to tell the story of the system. Well, listen, we're going to have a, a, a long, lengthy conversation uh. with Nick, okay, that will air on Monday. Monday morning. <laughs> but She Ball is out today. It's out yeah. right now. Yes. Right now. Go yeah. get it. Go watch it. It's Everywhere. In it's in theaters. Okay. It's in theaters. And obviously now that because everybody can't get to the theaters, it's streaming as well. So okay. Redbox, you know, make sure you get, whether it's the kiosk, whether it's, you know, whatever on demand, you watch it on, make sure you pop it. All right. Well, Nick Cannon's here. We're going to talk to him in depth on Monday. When we come back, we got the positive note. And make sure you check out She Ball. That's right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Uh, one week left to my car show, Carcella in Atlantic City. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Celebrity cars from Little Uzi Vert, Fabulous, 50 Cent, French Montana Currency, and Little Kim. Amusement rides, uh, Carnival games, monster trucks, NASCAR will be in there with the pit crew changing tires. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you haven't got your tickets, it's a family fun day next Saturday. All right. All right. And shout out to Detroit and my store, Private Label in Detroit. That's at 1833 East 8 Mile Road on the corner of DeQuinder. Uh, Plies actually stopped by and he left $5,000 cash. It's in the bank already. But what we are doing is Saturday from 12 to 2, since he's in the city, he's got a show in Detroit. We are going to be giving away with that money uh, $250 gift cards. And we're going to give those away every 10 minutes uh, starting at noon. So you'll have the opportunity to win one of those gift cards. Courtesy applies. Thank you so much to my guy applies for coming through the store and just blessing some of the women in the city of Detroit. We love y'all. And also shout out to Kelly Bowman. She has an, uh, a Honduran experience out in Atlanta this weekend. If you want to check out her interview, it's online right now. All right. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do. Positive note is simple, man. I actually just posted this on my Instagram this morning. The positive note is once you become a certain age, it is your responsibility, yours and yours alone, the unlearned behaviors that hinder your growth as a person. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?